Thank you so much, uh, Hillary. I want to talk to you about sweat block. <clears throat> Actually, I, I'm considering talk about this on the regular show, you know, you know, even though they're not a sponsor of the radio show, because I think it is a miracle. I tried the sweat block last week. I started using the sweat block wipes, which is for extreme sweating, but it's like a thousand degrees here. I'm telling you, it is the most amazing thing ever. I was outside not sweating. I came in and I should have just stunk to high heaven. I actually, I like smelled my shirt after I took it off, after it dried and I you know, took it off and I smelled it. I could, there's like no odor. I, and that was like four days after I had applied the sweat block. It's truly amazing. The deodorant stick is good, but the wipes are incredible. Incredible. You can find them on Amazon, or you can just go right to sweatblock.com. Use the promo code BECK, and you're going to save 20%. So do that. Sweatblock.com, promo code BECK. Save 20%. I'm telling you, if you sweat or you work outside or just going from the car to the house, you break out in sweat, try the wipes. They're incredible. Incredible. Sweatblock.com. Use the promo code BECK. a horrible horrible shooting in buffalo and it took just about what two hours for the democrats to start pouncing there's also a horrible shooting uh in uh california that the media is not making a big deal out of it was in a church and it was an asian that was shooting other asians i guess that one doesn't count Five people dead uh, over the weekend in Chicago, but those never count. Wisconsin, there was a shooting, but apparently the one that we have to pay attention to is the one in uh, Buffalo. And I don't mean to be callous, but you need to understand how this is being used. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you the facts. Well, I actually. I'm going to start with the Daily Beast and what they say all of this means. Then I will give you the facts. And we begin in 60 seconds. The future is uncertain. Um, And that's because who's teaching our kids and what are they teaching them? Uh, I have a remarkable book right here. It is the Tuttle Twins and their spectacular show business. And if you're watching The Blaze, you can see that, you know, it's, it's made for kids. But it is fantastic. It's the story of the Tuttle Twins. And they want to start their own theater, blah, blah, blah. And uh, their mom and dad say, okay, well, you want to start your 
You want to start a, a business, then you have to have a business plan. And it goes through how to make a business plan, how to understand what you bring to the table, um, what the risk is, uh, what others can bring to the table, who do you know, what are your resources, the capital, uh, and then the business plan. And it, it explains all of it. This is the way to teach your kids how to be an entrepreneur. Um, it's called The Spectacular Show Business by the Tuttle Twins, and you can get it for free right now. Just pay for shipping. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get it free right now. The cost of shipping for the Tuttle Twins and their spectacular show business at TuttleTwinsBeck.com. That's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. All right, so let me start. Uh, let me first say hello to Pat Gray, who is filling in this week for uh, Stu, who is uh, uh, off having some plastic surgery done. Uh, and I'm I'm glad I, he probably wouldn't want me to mention it, but it it's quite it's been quite disfiguring what has happened to him recently. And yeah, it's good yeah. to so good. To I'm glad that. he's taking care of it, though. I am too. Or trying to. At we least. tried not to say anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, tried really hard. Tried it took really, what? We're five minutes into the show. Yeah. Seven? No, I don't mean now. Oh, I mean okay. you know over the <laughs> over the last twenty years to not talk right, about. To, yes. His anyway, disintegration. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, best of luck. We have you in our thoughts, not our prayers, Stu, but we do have you in our thoughts in your ongoing extensive plastic surgery that you're you're doing. Uh, if uh, by, this is from the Daily Beast, if Biden and the Democrats still have to answer for defund the police and CRT, the GOP should answer for the racist, violent theory that they've pushed. Republicans and the conservative media ecosystem have to answer for the blood on their hands. Either through innuendo or direct statements, they continue to promote the white supremacist great replacement theory, which has yet again radicalized a terrorist to commit violence against people of color, and they should be held accountable for their role in it. Okay, I would I would like to know, do you know anyone who is upset that America will what by 2050 be less white and whites won't be in charge? Not a single person. I don't I don't know a single person. Do you have you ever heard a candidate for the Republican Party ever talk about that? Nope. Okay. I haven't either. We've Mid- never talked about it ever. We've never talked about it. We've never On talked about it. On or off the air. Correct. Uh, it is not an issue with the GOP. It may be the issue with some people, uh, and it is an issue online, but that's not a GOP theory. That's a Nazi theory. That's a racist theory. That's a Democratic Klan theory. Um, all right. Uh, we are still learning no- more about Peyton Gendron. This is from the Daily Beast. The 18-year-old suspected terrorist who killed 10 people. Suspected terrorist. I mean, he surrendered at the scene. Um, uh, killed 10 people in a racially motivated attack in Buffalo. However, it is clear from his alleged manifesto that the great replacement theory, which is now a mainstream GOP talking point. What? Uh, No, no. It's a flat out lie. A complete lie. A talking point? Never. I've never continues heard it. to radicalize men to convince uh, to commit violence. Yet some Republican leaders and conservative pundits continue to promote this hate for the sake of votes, profit and ratings. 
never mentioned. I don't know anyone in my industry that believes it and is promoting it. By the way, for those who are like, you talk about the borders. That's not replacement theory. That's chaos. That's what that is. Um, enough is enough until Republican leaders and conservative media stars. I think they're talking about you, Pat. Could be talking about Stu, but mm-hmm. I don't want to bring him up because of that horrible, horrendous scar. That Anyway, um, the uh, unless the conservative media stars explicitly renounce this white supremacist conspiracy theory, condemn it and disassociate from its peddlers. If they don't, it's fair to conclude they are entirely complicit with the message. Stu, uh, Pat, do you uh, do you renounce this white supremacist conspiracy? Yes. Do you condemn it? Yes. Will you disassociate from all of its peddlers? Completely, except that I never associated with them to begin with. <laughs> I know, and so. I, I don't know who they are. <laughs> I mean, if you can point them out, uh, let me know. I don't know who they are. Journalists and reporters must repeatedly hound Republican officials with follow-up questions. Uh, Recall Democrats and President Joe Biden are still asking about defunding the police, even though it's not a mainstream DNC position. What? (laughs) That is literally was a talking point. It was literally (laughs) people ran on that platform. Until it became unpopular. Now, all of a sudden, it's like, what? We didn't say that. Who said that? I mean, mm-hmm. this is crazy. Or about critical race theory panic, even though it was revealed to be a bad faith Trojan horse created by right wing activists to incite racial panic and anxiety. My oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. This is crazy. Crazy. OK, so let's now go into the facts. First of all. Replacement theory is not a mainstream Republican theory. It is a racist theory. If you are afraid of another race taking over by 2050, you might want to you might want to discuss that with some people. And I don't mean people that think like you. Maybe you should call us and discuss it with us Um, because you're wrong. Uh, What matters is the country being taken over by people who don't understand the Constitution and the way America was set up. That's the problem. Okay, last spring, as the uh, end of the academic year approached at Susquehanna Valley High School outside of Binghamton, New York, students were asked for a school project about their plans after graduation. The guy who was shooting uh, the supermarket up over the weekend said he wanted to commit a murder-suicide. He claimed to be joking, but the state police were summoned to investigate. They took him into custody under state mental health law. He had a psychiatric evaluation in the hospital, but was released within a couple of days. Two weeks later, he graduated, fell off investigators' radar. He resurfaced over the weekend 200 miles away in Buffalo, where authorities say he opened fire at a supermarket in a predominantly black area, killing 10 people, wounding three others in the deadliest racist massacre in the United States history. You know, the one thing that I guess I guess you could say uh, is that social media is not paying attention and tracking everybody, nor is the FBI. 
Now, if you're brought in uh, and you are threatening your students and murder suicide and you've published a 180 page manifesto. Maybe we should look at that, you know, maybe we should. Maybe, you know, hey, we had a we had a tip on this guy. Oh, look at the manifesto. But apparently that wasn't done, even though the state has red flag laws. Hmm. Another gun law that doesn't Hmm. seem to do anything because they don't enforce it. Huh. So we read the manifesto or as much as we could read the manifesto uh, because it has been taken offline. And that is both a good thing and a bad thing. It's a it's a good thing because I don't want to spread the poison. It's a bad thing because the media can lie about everything and you won't know. So here's what we do have. A hundred and hundred and eighty page manifesto was written um, and they have been trying to, you know, blame Fox News and, and everybody else. Um, it attacks the news networks, including Fox News. Why? For hiring Jews. Now, Pat, I know that's a Republican talking point. <laughs> um, can you tell me if you had to put one? Uh, well, let me do it in a positive way. Which one of the two parties would be the most likely to support Jews and Israel? Republicans. Republicans. Why Mm -hmm. do you know that? Uh, Because it is the Republicans who uh, stand by Israel every single time. Mm -hmm. It's the Republicans. It was a Republican president who moved the American embassy Mm -hmm. from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, that was just a dog whistle. <clears throat> Is that what that was? Yeah, that was just a dog whistle. Mm. Um, others have tried to uh, link the shooter to right-wing politics, uh, right-wing extremism. But here's what the manifesto says. Quote, when I was 12, I was deep into communist ideology. Huh. Talk to anyone. That sounds really Republican, doesn't very, it? Well, it's a talking point. Yeah. yeah. Um, talk to anyone from my old high school and ask about me, and you'll hear that. Mm-hmm. From age 15 to 18, however, I consistently move further to the right. On the political compass, I fall in the mild, moderate, authoritarian left category. Huh. Mm. Left. Mm. Fascinating. Yeah. So he moved from the communist just to the authoritarian category okay so he's authoritarian left wing but he's a capitalist oh no uh he says um i'm not a conservative because conservatism is corporatism in disguise, and I want no part of that. Oh, that sounds very Republican. Very Republican. He's mm-hmm. not a conservative. Well, it actually kind of does sound like yeah. Mitch McConnell, except it's not because of corporatism. Um, conservatism is corporatism in disguise, and I want no part of it. Okay, so, huh. He's not a conservative, and he doesn't like corporatism. But he's authoritarian. Sounds to me like the guy doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. Um, he says, um, let's see. 
he also says that he was uh, inspired by the New Zealand uh, shooter, which that guy was a conservative, wasn't he? That wasn't he a conservative? Oh, no. No. No, he wasn't. No. Gosh, that's right. And how do we know? Oh, his manifesto. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Um, by the way, he talks about now, why wouldn't we read a manifesto on the air? I, you don't want to inspire anybody who's a little bit. Uh, yeah, you don't want their dreams to come crazy. true, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, he specifically says um, that um, there are New York strict gun laws, which is going to make it easier to carry out attacks. New Yorkers are limited to 10 round magazines and the crazy gunman uh, says that means that others don't have enough bullets uh, to if they're armed citizens to actually fight back. Hmm. He then goes on to say his desired outcome from this rampage would be more gun control laws. Ha! Huh. Another really solidly yeah. Republican point. Right. And he says more huh. gun laws because that would force Jeez. white Americans to fight back in order to regain their rights. Hmm. Huh. Heavily racist, authoritarian left, and his goal was to get more gun laws. Ha ha ha. Wow. We've got just a crack media, don't we? <laughs> I mean, they are on it. Relief Factor. Mark writes in about his experience with Relief Factor. He said, I need pain for 15 years, but I started taking Relief Factor and my pain's gone. It works so well, I had my wife try it. She's a mail carrier. She had knee pain almost as long as I have. Her knee pain has virtually disappeared as well. So, yeah, the stuff really works. Listen, if you're dealing with pain, give Relief Factor a try. It's not a drug, but it was developed by doctors, and it has four different ways to attack inflammation and work with your body. That causes most of our pain. Three-week quick starts developed for you, $19.95. It's a dollar a day. It's a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered the trial pack, and about 70% of them go on to order more month after month. So try Relief Factor. Please get your life back. 1-800-RELIEF. One, I'm sorry, 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. 1-800-4-RELIEF. 1995-RELIEFFACTOR.COM. Feel the difference. 10 seconds, station ID. Hmm. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, here's where you get that he was Tucker Carlson in, in was instrumental. Uh, yeah, look at this. The manifesto says uh, he was radicalized entirely by the Internet rather than mm. anyone he's met in real life. And he what here it is. He was inspired by. Uh, well, they spell Tucker Carlson different. They spell it uh Brenton Tarrant, uh, but they, I mean, <laughs> we know that's Tucker Carlson. It's code. Yeah. That's that. Yeah. That's the guy who murdered the 51 Muslims in Christchurch. Oh, geez. Um, by the way, he was also, um, he also said that he was inspired by, do you remember the guy, uh, Anders Breivik, 
uh, the yeah, guy in Norway. Norway killed what seventy seven seven yeah. children. Why? Why did they? Why was he? How? How did he kill seventy seven children there on that island uh, with a gun? Oh, that's right. But there was nobody else on the island with a gun, so nobody could stop him. <laughs> right. That's right. And then the fifty one Muslims that were killed in Christchurch. How did he kill mm. so many? Oh, that's right. Because no guns. Had, Nobody mm-hmm. had a gun. Except for yeah. the bad guy. He mm. did have one. Yeah. So. Wow. Mm. Wow. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, that's the truth about what's going on. And it took about, um, it took about two, three hours for the uh, Democrats to, um, to start in. Adam Schiff was one of the first. Um, two mass shootings in 24 hours in Milwaukee and Buffalo. The latter killing 10 people. I'm heartbroken and I'm angry. Angry that the GOP continues to block even the most basic gun safety measures. We can stop this. We can save lives. Republicans just refuse to. Cowards. Oh, Adam Schiff. Adam Schiff. Ah, I miss you. I do. Um, The New York governor says we need new laws uh, to deal with guns and social media. So there's there's in one tweet, let's take care of two amendments to the Bill of Rights. That's fantastic. Mm. Now, nobody nobody really cares about those that were killed in Chicago and nine wounded. There was two killed, nine wounded. Uh, Again, this happens every weekend. Uh, What happened in Milwaukee that left 21 injured was just, you know, a bunch of guys, you know, people shooting at each other in the streets, but they were celebrating, you know, they were there for the NBA playoff game. And, you know, that happens. That happens. And then the California shooting at a church in Laguna Woods, one dead. Um, yeah, one, one, one dead, even though people in uh, the church did not have a uh, gun. They rallied and tackled the guy. Uh, the reason why this is not making any, you know, a big, a big news uh, is because um, he was Asian and uh, and, the, and the people that were in uh, the church were Taiwanese. So was that China against Taiwan? I don't know what that is, but I thought this was important to, to uh, tell you that Gavin Newsom came out and said, our thoughts are with the victims and all those impacted by this tragic event. No prayers, <laughs> but he did give in to the thoughts, which that I know helps the, a lot. The, the left the really on hard. the left loves that. The thoughts. The Glenn Beck program. Action in Buffalo. Thoughts in uh, California. We recently found out the Biden administration is talking about using Veterans Affairs resources to help treat illegal aliens at the southern border. I'm not kidding. They are taking money from the VA so they have money to treat illegal aliens. That's great. Could I uh, maybe interest you in supporting our veterans? Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been supporting our veterans, uh, our, uh, really our heroes, anybody who dies in the line of duty protecting us and our rights. 
if somebody doesn't come home at the end of the day or the end of tour and they have young children, Tunnel to Towers pays off their mortgage to lift the financial burden from the family. If they're catastrophically injured, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes so they can have independent lives. And Operation Home Base now is providing tiny homes for homeless veterans. Please donate. $11 a month makes all the difference in the world. Donate now at T2, the number 2, T, T T2T.org, T2T.org. Check out Glenn's latest book, The Great Reset, right now at glennsnewbook.com. Yeah, yeah, baby. Yeah. Yeah, let me uh, let me start with here. Uh, uh, cut to, please, a uh, a resident from Buffalo, New York, on the shooting this weekend. It's ridiculous. Something has to change from the bottom to the top because they're not going to do nothing. We got to do something because this is ridiculous. Uh, I feel bad for the people that was in there because after the security guard got shot, he got a gun shooting people still. If more people were armed and knew what they were doing with the gun, because it's not the gun, it's the person with the gun, they don't know how to act. Oh, well, that was the wrong cut. I don't know how that made it on the air. Uh, that was a uh, that's a black man from Buffalo saying if more people were armed, wouldn't have a problem. Uh, and the problem with mm-hmm. the guard is he was the only one in the store with a gun. He shot him and learned the lesson that he was wearing um, Kevlar vests. You should have shot him in the in the head. Or why didn't he shoot him in the trigger finger? Pat, why mm-hmm. didn't I mean that's where he should go? You just shoot twice, right? Just disable them. Just disable the shooter's fingers, yeah, really, and important. then it's really, really good. Um, <clears throat> there is a great story in the Free Beacon today to show you. Um, I mean, it's just it's ridiculous to see. Were we and were we a nation that had a lot of racists in it? Yeah. Yeah, we have been. We have been. Um, did did the South carry a lot of this racism forward through the 60s? Yes. Were the Republicans the problem? No. Well, did the Southern Democrats with their Southern strategy, did they did they come in and flip and become Republicans? No, 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 they didn't name them. You can't name. Go ahead. Name them. You can't. Because it didn't happen. So what happened to all of those racists? They stayed in the Democratic Party. Who is who is enabling all people to have jobs and freedom And which one is telling people you can't do it because there's one race that is the problem? It's not the Republicans. It's not conservatives. And it is certainly not people who believe in the Constitution. Now, the free beacon just shows the the um, media's role in all of this. Frank James, the man arrested in New York City in the subway shooting, is a black nationalist. 
Did you hear that? Did you hear that anywhere? I mean, we did because we look for those things, but the average person doesn't have time. They trust what's coming out of these people's mouths. He was a black nationalist and an outspoken racist who railed against whites, Jews, and Hispanics. Gee, that's weird because the one in Buffalo was also uh, a, uh, a racist. He was an authoritarian leftist, according to his own words. And he also had a problem with Jews and Hispanics. But he was a white guy. Wow, you would think that we would, a white, a black nationalist, if this guy were a white nationalist, uh, you know, a Nazi, they should bring that up. But they don't. They call him instead a Republican. This is a black nationalist. Same thing, just different race running things. Why is this guy not important? Okay. They didn't, uh, the New York Times, uh, in a 2,000 word article on the attack, never mentioned the fact that Frank James was a black and a black nationalist. Not Jeez, once. Unbelievable. Same is true for the coverage uh, offered up by Reuters and the Washington Post only mentioned James race in relation to his condemnation of training programs for low income black youths. So they've said that he was a racist going after Jews and Hispanics and that he had a problem. He was a black guy. And what really made him snap was the the lack of training programs for low income black youths. That means more government. Media critics on the right say the conspicuous omission of James race from these news reports illustrates a trend among prestigious papers which de-emphasize or admit omit the race of non-white criminals while playing up the race of white offenders. But is it a real pattern? I have to thank the free beacon for doing this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's one thing to say it. It's another to do the work that they just did. The Washington Free Beacon reviewed hundreds of articles. They get into it in a minute. Published by major papers over a span of two years. And they find that papers downplay the race of non-white offenders, mentioning their race much later in articles than they do for white offenders. These papers are also three to four times times more likely to mention an offender's race at all if he is white a disparity that grew in the wake of george floyd's death in 2020 the free beacon collected data on nearly 1100 articles about homicides from six major papers all written between 2019 and 2021 the papers include the Chicago Tribune, the Los Angeles Times, the New York Times, the Philadelphia Inquirer, the San Francisco Chronicle, and the Minneapolis Star Tribune. What do all of those papers have in common besides this story? They're all left-wing publications. And they are all the source in those communities. Mm -hmm. They are all the everything else in newsrooms in those communities will come from those papers. The only difference here is the Los Angeles Times, maybe the Chicago Tribune uh, and the New York Times are national viewed papers. 
You cannot walk into a newsroom locally anywhere without finding a copy of the New York Times. Uh, representatives from each paper did not return quest for comment. No kidding. Uh, for each article, we collected the offender and victim's name and race and noted where in the article the offender's race was mentioned, if at all. The data suggests an alarming editorial trend in which major papers routinely admit information from news reports, pre uh, presenting readers with a skewed picture of who does and doesn't commit crime. This was done, by the way, in Germany. This is done in every place there's ever been atrocities against a race. You highlight the race of, let's say, in Germany, Jews, and you don't highlight it for everybody else. Once you, once you highlight it for Jews, now everybody's like, well, they're the problem. That's what's being, that's what's being done now in our country. And which side of the aisle is promoting this? Uh, these editorial choices uh, are part and parcel with the racial reckoning that swept the newsroom in the wake of Floyd's murder. Uh, the papers are far quicker. This is what they found far quicker to mention the race of white murderers than black. Those two races account for 92% of mentions in the data. So others are not shown half of the articles about a white offender mention his race within the first 15% of the article. So 50% of all articles about a white perpetrator mention it in the first 15% of the article. In articles about black offenders, by contrast, mentions come overwhelmingly towards the end of the piece. 50% of the articles that mention a black offender's race do not do so until at least 60% of the way through. And more than 20% save it for the last fifth of the article. To measure these choices, blah, 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 doing so permits uh, an estimate of how often journalists highlight an offender's race or don't. Again, the skew is startling. White offender's race was mentioned roughly one out of every four articles compared about black offenders, one in every 17 articles and Hispanics, one in every 33 articles. The effect is driven in part by a handful of uh, major news stories in, uh, involving white perpetrators, though the attention paid to these stories is also an editorial choice. But even after admitting reports about white offenders, Kyle Rittenhouse, Derek Chauvin and the killers of Ahmed Arbery, the race of white offenders is mentioned in 16 percent of the cases, two to three times the rate of black offenders. Uh, by the way, Middle Eastern offenders are now labeled as Asian. This disparity widened following the George Floyd murder before May of 2020. Papers were roughly twice as likely to mention the race of white, 13% of the story, versus black perpetrators, 7%. After May 2020, the numbers were 28% and 4%, a ratio of 7 to 1. This is this. The newsrooms are doing what they call moral clarity. They're they're looking for moral clarity and racial justice. So it writing a news story, you don't you're not objective anymore. You can't be objective. It's wrong to be objective. 
you have to take a side with the goal of advancing a political objective. That's why in the manifesto, you don't want to do what some terrorist, some killer that wrote a manifesto, you don't want to do what they claiming their goal is. What was his goal? More gun control. More gun control because he felt it would bring about violence. What does the left immediately do? And the media call for more gun control. Why? Because the facts about that shooting don't matter. They have to advance their agenda. They have picked a political objective. Republicans must be destroyed and we must have more gun control. That's it. That's it. That's why the other stories involving other races aren't getting picked up, aren't getting the coverage. They are not. The president is not flying till to Milwaukee. He's not flying there tomorrow. He'll be in Buffalo. Why? Political objective. That's the America we find ourselves in today. And that is truly sad. When we have shortages in the country on things as important as baby formula, that's when you realize, hey, the sky's the limit here. Uh, You know, nobody knows how bad things are going to get because the ports are shut down and it is a worse problem now in China than it was ever in COVID. And you remember how bad it got? We haven't even seen this come to our shores yet. Please, preparewithglenn.com. Save $150 on a three-month emergency food kit. My Patriot Supply is the largest preparedness company in America and a longtime sponsor of this program. Their food kit is really popular right now, and make sure you get one for each person in your family. You're going to be glad you did, and you're not one of the other people that are looking for a handout from the government. Preparewithglenn.com. Orders ship fast and arrive in unmarked boxes for your privacy. Preparewithglenn.com. Don't wait for the world to get worse. Uh, worse. Preparewithglenn.com. Do it now. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. This is the Gledbeck program. Glad you've uh, tuned in today. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what's happening in our communities with ESG. Tomorrow is a very uh, big day uh, for voting in the primaries all over the country. Um, and we have to decide which way we're going to go. We, we really, as a nation, you have seen uh, what the left has planned. Um, you know, do are we going to are we going to continue down this road? You know, what really kills me is how many people are just willing to go. Yeah, we got to get used to it. We just got to get used to it. I guess. I mean, you know, those days are gone. We just got to what? What are you talking about? Well, I don't know what we're going to do about the baby formula thing. Oh, OK. Well, well, let's just wait for the government to fix it. You Good know, luck with that. Yeah, you know what the government, you, you, the baby formula, the reason why 
um, is apparently the FDA just can't get out to check the uh, just can't get out to check the the uh, plant. Yeah, they had to sterilize everything. And so they did. And they're waiting, still waiting. And the FB, FDA is just, I man, we got so many things to do. I just don't know when we would kind of think that. that's a priority. You'd think you could get you know? them on a plane today. Yeah. I mean, the day you find out we have a shortage, the president calls the FDA and say, what's going on with that? Get over there. Get there. Open it up today. It's going to take 10 weeks from the time they from the time they give the OK. It's two weeks to get the thing started. And then it's another eight weeks to get it on the store shelves. So we're 10 weeks out. And they're still screwing around with. Yeah, and it was done in January. Yeah, it was done in January. We yep. wouldn't have had to have any of these problems. So, are we the kind of nation? Are we just going to settle back and go? Yep, this is this our lot in life. We're going to be a you know second rate nation, and we'll just wait for things. Or are we going to say, you know, it's time to start making things here, and it's time to also start loosening up the rules of all of the things. Do you know it's easier to start a business in Sweden than it is here? Hmm. Remember, Ikea left Sweden because they couldn't do business there. They took the meatballs and the and the extra screws and they were like, we're going to do this elsewhere. They left Sweden. It's easier in Sweden than america now uh that's why you're having problems that's why america is going through what it is it doesn't have to be this way it's only going to get worse however with esg and they're going to start punishing states i have a state treasurer on with us who's fighting back next this is the glenn back 